Lovers of print are simply confusing the plate for the food. Douglas Adams. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. Today we are talking about different ways your readers can be reading your book. Print is not the only way. The format of the book, in the end, does not matter. It is the content. Don't mistake the plate for the food. Most of the numbers we are regurgitating today come from pewresearch.org, and they were recorded September of 2019, to give you an idea. So relatively recent to the time of this recording. Most of our focus today is going to be the difference between print ebook, and audio, and how you as an author can choose the right medium for your audience and then market to them so that it actually gets to them. This goes back to understanding who your target audience is. If your target audience are retirees that attend church group every Wednesday night, ebook might not be the best place to invest your time and your money. Print is more likely. So as an author, after you've self-edited, and often when you're in the editing process, you should be able to communicate to your editor, hey, I intend to use this as an audiobook. That will slightly shift how they edit. So the more information you have in that regard up front, the better you can service your editor, and therefore the better they can service you. And if the editor you contact doesn't know why you're telling them that you want an audiobook, find a different editor, because they will not be editing for a vocal recording. It shouldn't be anything enormously dramatic, but it will help, especially with those homonyms. Let's get into the marketing and different aspects of these different mediums for your book. 37% of the people polled said that they will only ever read print books. This is a very good reason to consider having a print version of your book. A lot of people still enjoy having the physical book in their hand, turning the page, and being able to put it up on the shelf and display it proudly because they've read a book and it was a great book. The fact that it's a three-dimensional object means it's marketing itself. If you come over to my place and you see an entire shelf is devoted to Tosca Lee, then it'll be like, oh, this person must be really good because they have all of their books. You come over to my house, you see two shelves full of Brandon Sanderson. You know I'm a Sanderson fan and you know he must be good because I have high expectations with my books. I think it was Ted Decker that said the average print book is read by about five people. This is the great thing. When you have a print book, you can lend it to a friend. It is really difficult to lend a friend an ebook because usually it's on a Kindle device or some kind of digital format that is not transferable. So having a book that one of my fans gives somebody else means I won't get as much money for the book, right? No. I can't tell you how many times a friend has lent me a book and I have liked it so much that I bought it myself and then bought the next book, and the next book, and the next book. So when you have people who share a physical copy of a book, lend it to a friend, 
that is in your target audience and that person is like, yes, you will love this. I know you will. That other person will buy your books if they like it as well. Only good to be gained from giving people an opportunity to physically share the book, not just give a recommendation. If you are doing free giveaways of books, you're much better off giving away a print one. Yes, it will cost you, the author, a little bit more, but you can't put a price on word of mouth. There is nothing more valuable than that. And the best way to do that is to physically put something in their hands. And despite what people think, print is not going away. However, there is a lot of convenience and a good market in the ebook world. As someone who tends to go a lot of places, where then at those places I can sit and read, I love having my Kindle because it's portable. This is one of those things that it doesn't really harm you to make sure your book is also an ebook. It might not be the main way you advertise to your readers, but it's one of those really low cost options to make sure you can access just a few more people with your book. According to that Pew research that we cited earlier, 25% of people that were polled read an ebook in the last year, and 7% read only ebooks. And let's face it, a lot of people are on their phones all the time. If that's where your audience is, you meet them there. Don't expect them to come to you. That's not what marketing is about. You find your audience where they are. You meet them there. That means if I'm looking at my phone before going to bed every night, you want me to be looking at my phone reading your book, not necessarily looking at my phone playing a game. Ebooks are also really good for getting reviews because on my device, anytime I finish a book, it says, right before you go. So it's really convenient for people to just quickly jump on there, give it a, you know, however star rating, write a quick little blurb saying, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Because when people are looking for a good book to read, they're going to be looking for ones that have a high number of high reviews. If you plan on having an ebook, again, tell your editor. Because paragraphing looks different on different kinds of screens. The first few ebooks that I ran through the system just to kind of learn the system, my paragraphs were gigantic and they're easy to read on an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. But when you only get seven words per line, you can have four pages eaten up in one paragraph very easily. Remember, people have control over ebook formatting. People can change the font size. People can change how it paragraphs. People can change whether it's justified or not. That makes a difference. Yes, your editor needs to be looking for overly long paragraphs, places that things can be broken up, so that it's not a wall of text when somebody flips to that page. And if you are giving away freebies on social media to the first 10 people that share this post about a puppy, hopefully puppies have to do with your story in some way branding. See last episode for that. If you are giving your books away digitally, it doesn't cost you anything to copy paste. It'll cost you seven bucks or whatever to print it off and hand someone a physical copy. If you're giving away digital copies, it's free for you. It just gets your book on more platforms. And the last medium we're going to talk about is audiobook. This is a growing market. I know we've done an episode about audiobooks specifically before, 
but you need to consider using an audiobook as a way to get your book to readers. This is going to be your most expensive medium by far, especially if you're doing fiction because you want to have someone else narrate your book. If you're doing nonfiction, you can do it yourself. It's a little cheaper. But investing your money in audiobook will help you access a different kind of audience. We mentioned earlier, you want your target audience to be readers. If you're trying to sell your book to somebody and they're like, oh, well, I'm not a reader. Great. I have an audiobook version. So you can still answer that person who doesn't claim to be a reader who might otherwise be interested in your book. Or a person who always says they're too busy to read. I get that. I have lived that. I listen to audiobooks all of the time because I do have a 30-40 minute drive to work every day. I don't get a lot of time to sit and read without feeling guilty that I should be editing or writing. So audiobooks is a good option for me. I can stay up to date with what I like to read, my favorite authors, stay up to date in my preferred genre of writing without the guilt of wasting time. And one in five Americans are listening to audiobooks now. That's a lot of people. If my memory serves me, more people are listening to audiobooks than are watching local news now. I'd believe it. People want to be entertained, and especially when they have their phones, if they're watching something on Netflix, their eyes are rarely on the screen. They're listening for entertainment. This is becoming more and more common. Hop on that train while you can, because if you have any option, it can be a huge boost for you. It all comes down to knowing your audience. If your audience is older, they're more likely going to use print. If your audience is younger, stay-at-home parents, they're likely going to be using ebooks. If they are young professionals, always on the go, audiobooks is a good way to go. So who is your target audience? And make sure you're providing a medium that they will read or listen to. This is something you want to know in the process of writing your book. When it comes to purchasing an ISBN, If you are not publishing exclusively on Amazon because they have their own set of rules, you're going to need a different ISBN for each of these mediums because they're going to be priced differently. If you don't know where to start, how do you consume entertainment? Figure out how you access books, what you spend your spare time doing, and your audience is likely in the same category. So start thinking now about how you're going to publish Are you going to use all three? Are you going to just use ebooks? Are you going to use just print and ebooks? Whichever medium you choose to publish in is your choice. This is your book, your option. If you're worried about not having a big enough audience, that's fine. Just work on ebooks because this should be something you enjoy. This should be a process that you love. Writing is fun, it should always be fun. So focus on you, focus on your writing. Choose which ones you want to use, and always write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.